Thank you for joining us at the First Baptist Church of Coleraine, Massachusetts, as Pastor Jim Rennie continues to faithfully challenge and encourage us in the Word. And it is our prayer that this message will encourage the believer and bring the unbeliever closer to a saving knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. I'd like to welcome you all to the First Baptist Church here in Coleraine, Massachusetts. We're taking a break from uh, the book of Hebrews that we've been studying because uh, we've got one more week to go before Christmas Day. So we're going to read true story because it's all true if it's in the Bible. The birth of Jesus Christ. And we're going to be reading Matthew chapter 1, first book of the, Old Test- the New Testament. Birth of Jesus. Verse 18, to the end of the chapter. And this is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace. He had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will be with child, and will give birth to a son. And they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he had no union with her until she gave birth to a son and he gave him the name, Jesus. Jesus, amen. Let's have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the birth of your son, the Lord Jesus Christ. We are so thankful that you came, dear Lord. You left the glories of heaven, come down to this sin-sick world and dwell among sinners whom you loved and died for on the cross. So let us be thankful and in the Christmas spirit and listen and be blessed. Many have never heard this. Nobody has ever heard this message before. They're familiar with the story. But may we be renewed and enthused as we recount the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his name we pray, amen. Amen. So like I said, we're taking a break from the book of Hebrews. 
for a couple of weeks anyway. I've uh, entitled this message, uh, The Christmas Spirit. You've ever heard of that, The Christmas Spirit? What is the Christmas Spirit? Are you ready for Christmas? Well, it's coming whether you're ready or not. Are you in the Christmas spirit? What is the Christmas spirit? It probably refers to our attitude, our attitude this time of year. Uh, Some people focus upon uh, all the razzmatazz and the commercialism. And uh, those of us that are saved, our attitude is positive towards the birth of Jesus Christ because we know if it wasn't for his birth, then we wouldn't have come to know him personally as our saviour. Not everyone has that Christmas spirit. I heard about a, well, I read a story about uh, they were having this nativity play in school. These high school seniors were putting on this nativity play and uh, one fella he wanted to play Joseph, Jesus' stepfather, and he, he wasn't given the part. Uh, his rival was given the part of Joseph, and they gave this fella the, the, the part of the innkeeper. You're familiar with the story. So he said, I'm, I'm going to really get this guy. I'm going to change the words to the, uh, the play, you know, there were all these actors taking part in it. And uh, when it was time for Joseph and Mary and the little baby, well, she wasn't pregnant near then, but she did, she was pregnant, but she never had the baby yet. Obviously, there was no room at the inn, you know that story. So Joseph came with Mary, pregnant Mary, to the innkeeper, and he says, well, how can I help you? And he says, uh, I need a room for the night. My wife is pregnant. And uh, this fella changed the words. He says, oh, come on in. There's plenty of room for you and your wife. Really try to throw him off, you know. And then uh, the guy, the actor that played Joseph, was a real quick thinker. And he says, no way. I wouldn't expose my wife to this dump under any circumstances. We're going we're gonna to go to the barn and she can have her baby there. So you can say, you know, some people are in the Christmas spirit and some of them are not. So in order to help us, because Christmas is so familiar, isn't it? Get into the Christmas spirit. Let's focus on the attitude that Joseph had, the stepfather of Jesus. We, We see and enjoy the nativity sets, And the plays, uh, we see Mary, the shepherds, the wise men, and Jesus, baby Jesus laying in the manger, all very familiar. And although insignificant as he appears, you've got Joseph. You could say he was a stand-up guy. There he is, he's standing on the side, you know, insignificantly, standing on the side. Um... Nobody's paying any attention to him. You know, he's he's like a pork sausage at a Jewish wedding, you know. (laughs) And uh, although insignificant as he appears, have you ever thought that God just didn't choose anybody? 
God just didn't choose any man. There was quite a number of them, I'm sure, that was available uh, to marry Mary, but also to raise her baby. Out of all the men that were available, God chose one man, Joseph. And we can learn a few things, I hope today that we will, about Joseph. And you've got a handout in your bulletin there. There's a questionnaire. Don't have to fill it out now. If you do, that's fine. Some people prefer to focus, and others you can fill it out later on when you get all the answers. Number one, Joseph accepted God's will for his life. Joseph accepted God's will for his life. Before Jesus was born, Joseph thought his life was all planned out. He was betrothed to marry Mary. And in that Jewish culture, that meant that they were married. All the arrangements had been made to consummate the union. Joseph thought, having married Mary, they would live in Nazareth continue his carpentry business, live happily ever after. Don't we all think that when we get married? Prior to getting married, so did he. So he thought. Then one day, his life was completely turned upside down. Mary came to him, gave him the news that she was pregnant. How would you feel? It hit him like a ton of bricks that she was pregnant. Must have been in a shock. He thought Mary loved him. He really believed that as much as he loved her. But he knew the baby wasn't his. They hadn't consummated the union. He says that. Till after baby Jesus was born. So the obvious conclusion he came up with I'm glad my car's not out there. Oh, my love. For those that are you watching, we've just had an avalanche. Oh. The obvious conclusion was that she'd been with another man. She'd been unfaithful with another man. She was pregnant. Obviously. This broke his heart. And it broke the trust that existed between them. Of course it did. He felt betrayed, wouldn't you? And according to the Jewish law, Mary had to suffer for her sins and be stoned to death, killed by people throwing stones at her until she died. Committed adultery. Remember, they, she was as good as married. Would Joseph allow that to happen? No, he still loved her. That didn't change his love for her. He loved her very much. He couldn't allow the stoning to happen, even if the law demanded it. So what did he do? He decided to divorce her quietly, not make a big fuss. Now, this says a lot about his character, doesn't it? It says a lot about his character. 
And he found himself in the lowest, confusing depression of his life. His mind in a turmoil. Have you ever felt like that? Only if you're human. God knows how we feel, though. He's the only one who knows exactly how we feel when nobody else does. Amen. So one night, he was laying on his bed and he couldn't sleep and eventually he closed his teary eyes and nodded off. And he started to have a dream. And he wasn't dreaming of a white Christmas. And he dreamt that an angel appeared to him in this dream telling him not to be afraid and to go ahead and marry Mary. So the question is, would he? Would he? He had a choice, you know. When he woke up, he needed to make that choice, either to divorce her or trust God and take her as his wife. Thankfully, he made the right choice. And it's always the right choice to do God's will. Amen? Amen. So Joseph accepted God's will for his life. Number two, Joseph was a man who lived by faith. It's easy to live by faith when everything's going our way, isn't it? It's easy to live by faith when we get what we want. But it's not so easy to live by faith when we don't. Living by faith is what you can't see, but you believe. Amen? There's more people, I'm making a statement, which has to be true, but I, I haven't done the survey. Children in particular... There's more people believe in Santa Claus than they do Jesus Christ. They've never seen Santa, have they? But they believe in him, right? There's more people believe in Santa Claus than they do believe in Jesus. Anyway, then you grow up, hopefully. Joseph must have had very many doubts and fears. The angel says, don't fear. Don't be afraid. Yet he believed by faith that God's will for his life was for his own good and benefit. Do you believe that? That God's will for our life is for our own good and for our benefit. Do you believe that? It's true whether you believe it or not. Romans 8.28, what does it say? All things work together for good to those that love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Many people find themselves in the same position as Joseph when things don't go according to plan. And then many, they lose their faith and unfortunately fall away. It's then we need to remember 
the wise words of the angel. Do not be afraid. Do not fear. Just trust the Lord. He'll work things out in his good time. Trust God to work out all the details. In Joseph's darkest period of his life, which it was, he must have had many questions. He had many doubts. He had many fears. He's human. And when the biggest test of faith came, he passed the test. He passed the test because he was a man of faith. He made the right choice to trust God, which is always the right choice. Why? Because he was a man who lived by faith in God. Number three, Joseph cared for other people. Joseph cared for people. He had the Christmas spirit. When he made the choice to marry Mary, he had no clue what he was letting himself in for. And all of us that get married have no clue what we're letting ourselves in for. <laughs> Amen? Yeah. I'm glad I did. And uh, God gave me a wonderful one. And I'm so grateful for that. You don't know what it's, what you, what's the expression? You don't know what, it's, what? You don't know what you have till it's gone. That's what I was trying to say. Joseph had no idea what he was letting himself in for. Especially after Jesus was born. Because he would have to leave everything. I'm saying everything behind. He had to leave everything behind him. He had to leave his home. He had to leave his family. He had to leave his employment, his job. He was a carpenter by trade. He had to live by faith. He had to flee to Egypt, to, to a foreign country where he didn't know anybody with a pregnant woman in order to protect her and her baby that wasn't even his. What a guy. Whatever God asked him to do, Joseph did it. He was willing to make the sacrifices on behalf of others. Why? Because he cared for others. He cared for others. Jesus cared for us. That's why he died and was willing to die for us, because he cared for us. I guess we could say that Joseph had the Christmas spirit. This time of year, he, what? He accepted God's will for his life. He lived by faith in God, and he cared for others. Why? Because he was perfect? Mm-mm. Nobody is, except Jesus. Why was he that kind of a man? 
because he loved God. And he became a devoted husband to Mary and a loving father to Jesus. Likewise, it was a loving father who sent baby Jesus into this world as a gift to us, to you personally and to me. That's what having the Christmas spirit is all about. Celebrating the birth of the greatest gift of all, Jesus Christ. God who became human in the form of that baby. Baby boy, born in a filthy stable in Bethlehem. No room at the inn. People don't want him, naturally. But he grew up and he expressed his love for us by living amongst us to teach us to love God and like Joseph, to love others, to love our neighbor as ourselves, and to show us the purpose why he came, to show us the way to heaven. There's only one way to heaven. If you want to go there, and who wouldn't go there? Who wouldn't want to go there? There's only one way to heaven, and that's through God's Son, Jesus Christ. Believing by faith that he died for you, a sinner. That he was buried and he rose again from the dead. That's what the Christmas spirit is. A deep-seated joy. Knowing that Jesus' birth is true. And many people will celebrate Christmas this year, which is okay, which is fine. And they're going to receive gifts, etc., etc. That's good, nothing wrong with that. But many people will never connect the celebration of Christmas with the reason for it, the true reason for Christmas Day, which is the birth of Jesus Christ. Like many people, they, they may attend a wedding and they celebrate enthusiastically, amen? But they may not know the bridegroom at all, personally. And that's what most people do. They celebrate Christmas, but they don't know the bridegroom. The reason, should I say it again? It's so corny. Reason for the season. They don't know the bridegroom personally. Do you? It's the greatest gift that God could give you. Are you going to refuse the gift and leave the gift unopened? No. That would be stupid. A huge mistake. Well, I hope you get into the Christmas spirit by now. Knowing who the Savior is. Just like Joseph became. He, he came to know the Savior, Jesus Christ. 
Mary, his mother, had to come to know Jesus as her saviour. Because she wasn't perfect either. Neither was Joseph and neither is none of us except one. The only one that was without sin. Conceived, she could see through the power of the Holy Spirit. Anyway, let me close. Reading verse 20 again. But after Joseph had considered this, angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid. Take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. And she will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus. Why? Because he will save his people from their sins. In the last verse, he had no union with her until she gave birth to a son, and he, Joseph, gave him the name Jesus, which means Savior. Amen? Well, Merry Christmas to you all. And in the, uh, the words of Charles Dickens, God bless us, everyone. Amen? Amen? Let's close in a word of prayer. Father, I pray, hope, and thank you so much for the birth of your son. He was willing. You sent him, but he was willing to come because he was faithful. And uh, he was perfect in every way. And uh, we're so thankful that he came. And uh, even today, down the centuries, even though you sent Jesus as a gift, uh, people do, still do not want that gift, the greatest gift to mankind that you could possibly give. No room at the inn, no room in their hearts for Jesus. And I hope and pray that whoever is listening and watching this message you're familiar with the Christmas story. But do you know that Jesus died for you personally? And I hope and pray that you will receive the gift of God's Son into your heart. And you'll never regret it. You'll never regret it. Doesn't mean you'll never have another problem. Of course you will. But if you want to go to heaven, you have to go through Jesus. And I hope and pray that you do. Amen. Amen. Thank you and God bless you. Thank you again for tuning in. You can find our podcasts on Apple Podcasts and anywhere else you find podcasts. We'd love for you to join us at the First Baptist Church in Coleraine. For Sunday morning worship at 11 a.m., we are located at 81 Foundry Village Road, Coleraine, Massachusetts. If you have any questions or inquiries, please feel free to call the church at 413-624-8886. Hope to see you soon. God bless.